Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. Family. 
Welcome to another edition of Soundbites International Radio, Black Conscious the Claim, One World the Aim. I might got cheese in my ear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Kai Defara. Defara to my Yes, indeedy. Feed the needy. So we this are here. <clears throat> this is Soundbites International Radio, Black Conscious the Claim, One World, World the Aim. aim. I said it already. Um, and this is the, we're bringing you the conversations weekly uh, to help heal and reshape our, our, our human experience across the, uh, the African diaspora. Mm-hmm. Um so, uh, we hope you're doing well. Uh, it's, of course, it's Monday, so I hope you, you all had a great weekend. Um, hope things are, are moving along in your life as the way they should and the way you, 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 you um, intention them to. Um, and we pray that we can source some energy for you to keep it going. So, uh, join the chat. Uh, join the conversation today. We're talking about a few things. Um, please remember to follow us on Spotify. Soundbites International Radio, uh, and also remember to follow us on Apple Podcasts on Soundbites International Radio. Uh, we have all our episodes up to date on there, um, so you can take us with you, recap, and re-listen to the conversations, um, and share them with your friends. So, also make sure you share this broadcast with your peoples, them, and have them join the conversation. Let's chat, yes, let's talk about the stuff, let's share, let's bounce ideas off each other and information. Um, we're, you know, as much as we share, we would love to get to give and receive as well. We don't do it you. for the we're, cash. But it might be nice to get paid. Absolutely, absolutely. You said so. that to me one time. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I guess uh, with that, I meaning also we do have a cash app available. Yes, if you feel, feel uh, compelled, you find value in what we provide. If you feel compelled, please feel free uh, to contribute at dollar sign keys to soar k e y s number two s o a r um, on cash app. Uh, you can also visit our website. This is soundbites.com. dot com. S o u n d B-Y-T-E-S. <laughs> and uh, there's a contribute button there as well if you feel free. Um, we appreciate you. Any and all um, contributions to the conversation. Uh, but initially what I was really talking about was the information that you, you have. Mm-hmm. Please feel free to share in the chat and enlighten us just as much as we hope we can enlighten you on some things. Um, so with that spiel, um, a few things we want to talk about today. One of the things that was interesting that came out recently was talking about um, was looking at the impact that um, <clears throat> we see uh, in today's landscape, you know, with everything that's been going on with, you know, the protests and everything that's been leading up over the past, oh, uh, wow, we're moving into a month now of, of protests mm-hmm. globally um, since George Floyd's killing and, and, and you know, everything on Ahmaud Arbery and, and, you know, Breonna Taylor, who's still, um, unfortunately, her killers are still at large, despite at one large. being fired after three months, um, but there's still two more that need to be fired and also all of them need to be arrested and charged and convicted um, and, and bring some justice, at least some type of peace to her case um, after three months. The only person arrested in this whole ordeal has been her boyfriend, which is shameful because mm-hmm. um, he was doing out of protection mm-hmm. um, of his house that was broken into or unlawfully entered. Mm-hmm. So um, we look at this and what, a lot of what, I've, what we've seen is, is sprouted up is this new energy around, which is beautiful, around economic stability, economic growth within the black community, the African community on the U.S. soil, um, and looking to buy black um, and support black-owned and support businesses and help others build up businesses, which is great and beautiful, what have you. Um, and it brought up it brought up an interesting um, thought process and conversation around looking at um, how, you know, we one of the big greatest examples of African economics or black economics on the American store was the Tulsa, um, Tulsa and Black Wall Street back in the 1920s. And, you know, unfortunately, the, the, the race riots, the massacre in Tulsa that took place in 1921, um, where black businesses were destroyed, black people were, were armed, I mean, were harmed and, and killed in a, a, a very bloody way. Um, 
and we look at you know what happened with the changes in laws and and desegregation um and then you know that opening the door for integration for black folks to uh, patronize other businesses freely uh, patronize other products freely they can go to white schools they can go to white stores and and patronize in that fashion um and get stuff that they mm -hmm. may not have had or felt that they didn't have within the communities um and then access to freedom and feeling like you're part of something now you're part of the in crowd now the integration is taking place uh, you're part of what's been moving the the, sh the, the the landscape we've been thinking that we've been successfully integrated into that for for many years despite racism despite you know redlining despite the constant oppression um you know we, we in our psyche we've still been conditioned to believe we've been successfully integrated into this american u.s american society and i try to be more mindful about saying u.s american society because we are amidst the americas right. of the cent you know north central and south america all america so the u.s specifically um in in this society and what the the short end of the stick of all that conversation is that while black people have become so acclimated to patronizing other businesses and now you know European businesses and mm -hmm. like white businesses and like other businesses, you know, Chinese businesses, Asian businesses, Latino businesses, all these businesses, we're free to roam through these businesses. But the thing that we've neglected essentially to look at in, in, on this integration thing is where's the art, where's our businesses? Not only where's our businesses, but where is everyone else in, reci in reciprocity at, at our businesses, right? How well, often are- money with us? Exactly. How often is, are, are white dollars going into black businesses? How mm -hmm. often are, are how Asian often? dollars or how in East Indian dollars or Latino dollars going into, our, our, into black businesses and black communities? Rarely, because we don't have services or businesses that support those spaces. The majority, right. the great majority of our businesses in the African community are businesses that we create that we sell to each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because when we went to get educated, we didn't understand, which is what we do here, is we try to synthesize our minds so that we take what we got from the matrix and we utilize those skills and we can bring them back and put them in play within our community to use our community as a, as a sounding board. <clears throat> because let me ask you a quick question. What is the international export or what is the export of other cultures and communities? We know Chinese food. We know that when we see it, right? It's even interesting when I saw a, a, a Tex-Mex Chinese restaurant, right? Most of them, um, a lot of them I see, especially, well, at least in New York, I don't know anywhere else, but like, yeah, that's an interesting. But that's the thing, right? And what is, what is, what about eyebrow, um, eyebrow threading, right? That comes from East Indian communities, um, restaurants, uh, we're in their restaurants. I don't see East Indian people eating Southern food, not often. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen them in there at all. I haven't seen Chinese folks in there at all. Yeah. I haven't seen, I don't see other people other than ourselves in those spaces. Mm -hmm. So if we intend to do the thing that I keep telling you us about in our community is for us to start thinking about is the critical mass. Mm -hmm. You need the critical mass in order to change what, it doesn't matter what it is, family. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Mm -hmm. You know, it was critical mass that had black men running around here with their pants hanging off their butts. As idiotic as that was, and still is because there are some spaces and places where this is still going on. I'm in shock. But there was a critical mass that co-signed that. that foolishness. Nobody was thinking. It was just the fact that a lot of people were doing it. Right. And this is the application of the master's tools whenever this man the master's house. But if there's something in the master's house that you know can, can be synthesized and utilized within our community, because we can use the same thing that they're using to miseducate us and take us off track 
we can use those things to help our community. Social learning theory works on both ways. You can have positive peer pressure, you can have negative peer pressure. We can use positive peer pressure, and this is what we do here at Soundbites, mm-hmm. right? We use positive peer pressure, and we up- impact and affect spaces and places and people with positive peer pressure. Not as an intention. We intention on living our best lives and being masters of ourselves. Mm-hmm. The residual of that is the impact that it has on other places and spaces that then creates positive peer pressure and social condition where you have something positive to emulate or to grab onto as opposed to something negative to emulate or grab onto. Mm-hmm. This is why they, same thing what they did with the music. They put down the positive music and they brought in the gangster rap. Now you had a whole, the space filling that thing up. So we need whole lots of people and groups of people spending their monies in African communities in order for us to get that critical mass that we need, in order for us to make the moves that we need in order to actually impact what we need to impact in order to make a, a, a dent in our space. Everybody said, oh, start a business, start a business. Start, a, start in what kind of business? Because everybody, because right. Chinese people are not at the, at, the, at, the, at the hair salon getting black folks to do their hair. You see what I'm saying, family? This is a strategy conversation. It's not a criticism. It's a strategy conversation. Right. Right? right? Um, and so everybody can, can start a business, start a business, start a business, start a business, unless you're looking to get billions of dollars because the type of money that we need for our community to be able to have a seat at the table because there's so many narratives in this space and the only narratives that I, a lot of narratives that I hear is that we're really having a lot of difficulty breaking free of the matrix. Breaking free of the way you were told to think. There are other ways for us to think. African, you don't have to fight it out. Nobody has to lose no blood. That doesn't have to be a conversation. Because we are now sophisticated and we have access to more tools. Mm -hmm. Thinking about losing lives without the strategy, not cool. It's not cool. Because there are other mechanisms. And this is why I say people can only train you and they can only coach you from their own prism, right? So it's important to take what and keep it moving. Keep it moving. Because we're in a situation where if we look at other cultures, we don't see Chinese folks in the street having to fight and talk about Chinese lives matter. Mm-hmm. I don't see Jewish folks out there talking about everybody need to come and help us because Jewish lives matter. Come out here and help us. East Indian lives matter. We understand that there's a slight nuanced difference in their position on the matrix because mm-hmm. white center consciousness wanted these individuals and groups here in order to create the imbalance in the social landscape to, in order to increase their numbers and allegiance to the matrix. This is what that was done for, not to support African people. So all of these things are a part of the strategy on how we look at business. Yeah, we integrated, and we got the, we got the one up there with um, the, the meme with uh, all of the folks from... Burberry and Calvin Klein and Gucci and mm. and and, no, and uh, uh, all of these different brands, Versace, these yeah. Versace and all of these high-end brands right. that black folks are breaking their necks to demonstrate that they have status because they have these things. None of these folks are out there put at black stores and African stores buying no Carol's daughter. They're not there. They're not utilizing our services. And remember, in white center consciousness, African people are always considered ignorant. So we're not the authority in many places. Now, you know, we got entertainment and um, entertainment and what else? Uh, out of sports. Sports, that's right. Entertainment and sports. We got entertainment and sports on lock. 
they designated that that's the only space, the only commodity that we have to offer the, the, the matrix. Mm. White centered consciousness told the world that the only thing that African people can do is bounce a ball and tap dance and entertain uh, uh, everybody else. They didn't say anything about, they didn't make our conversation. Africans are the fruit of the individuals from Africa who created civilizations long before the world began to, e begun to evolve. Mm -hmm. They didn't say that Africans are the fruit, these Africans are the fruit of the individuals who built the pyramids. They didn't say that. That's not their narrative. That's not their narrative. And when they and when white center consciousness start to, because this is affecting how these other communities spend their money with us, aside from the fact that we don't have anything to offer them that is that they can use, right? Positioning and strategy right now, moving into the future. So this is why I say that, you know, everyone starting a business is all well and good and buying black is all well and good, but then when they buy black and these businesses grow, they sell off within 10 years of their businesses. Right. They're not even keeping their businesses for 100 years. So they've never even gotten an opportunity to employ droves of African people in order to impact our labor landscape. Because all of these pieces are a part of the matrix, are a part of our conversations of how yeah. we sustain ourselves in the matrix. There's a maintenance conversation and there's a forecasting conversation. Maintenance, forecast, maintenance, forecast. Certain things you're going to do in a maintenance conversation going to be different from things that's going to be in the forecasting conversation. Some things that now moving forward when you do in the matrix as a maintenance needs to be laying the foundation for your forecast, for your future. Mm-hmm. It's not even, it doesn't even become generational investments anymore. It's, it's not. not even like, you know, they just get they pass it down to family. And we spent our money with Carol's daughter, and then Carol's daughter sold that freaking business. As yeah, soon as they got they a sold, chance to jump off, to jump shit. And you got Shea Moisture, which I think they, Same may have, thing. they may have just recently bought back, you know, as Black Lone McGinnis, which is great. But then you got, you got like, people in places like Mango Lion, all these other places. They're like, not black owned. That are, that are, like, they cater faces, to black people. But they, they, they cater to black people, but they're not, but they're not black owned. You know what I mean? And they even look at BET. It's a conversation, family. It's a conversation. So we're, we're being manipulated and we're being used to produce and we're being used to hold the foundation for these spaces. So listen, family, share the link. Yes. And add your comments. Yeah. Share Doing, your thoughts. This is what we got African in business, right? We got African in business and we're demonstrating how to buy black within our network because we want to expand our business because we want our businesses to grow, scale to growth so that we can provide employment for our people. Absolutely. That's the goal. The goal is not for us to expand our business so we can buy cars and then become, and now, like I said, some folks just want a better seat in the master's house. They're just trying to get bigger so they can get a better seat in the master's house so that they can then lord over other Africans and somehow forget where they came from, right? Because not very many African homes are second and third generation wealth. Not many. Very few in our current landscape are generational money mm -hmm. in terms of Africans because they kept that space very small to ensure that you guys never create the type of momentum that you would actually need to actually build your nation within a nation. They ensured that was intentional. That was intentional. So this is why I asked you earlier this week, is it, what's, what's the talented 10th? Some of those talented 10th individuals are a part of that generational wealth where you're in the second or third maybe generation of African people with wealth and they're not having a conversation that will sustain African nation building. Not us versus them. Just simply our well-being. Right. That's it. Simply our well-being. They're creating a conversation of us versus them. Let them have it. Whoever wants to have that conversation, let them have it. This is not us versus them. Our foundation is about supporting ourselves. 
and that integration conversation hurt African communities because now we are able to take all of our first fruits to other communities and we don't provide support for ourselves. And oftentimes when there are African services in our community, they're all charging so much higher than other places. So it's even harder for us who have less access to money to be able to even patronize black-owned business. And that creates the extra challenge on top of that because now... Even with that, and I'm and I'm sure this is just try to play a game of economic catch up, but like, but it's a challenge when like now because the psyche has already been distraught for black folks around like see how we see each other, how we see our That's business. Right. We're not willing to pay that that top. Dollar. No, not unless not, not unless you're like a Kanye or a Diddy or whatever the case may no. be. They're not willing to pay That's that That's social learning theory right there. Being barely barely that Kanye's a billionaire now. You need people barely want to pay that, but but. The only time we're willing to pay that is we've already been well acclimated to these European businesses that charge three thousand dollars for a jacket, um, but we can't pay fifty bucks we for like some, each other. you know, for a shirt or whatever the case may be. Mm, they want to not, 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 and, and completely dis- discounting the, the reality that some, a lot of that is made directly by that person, and it's probably one also one of a kind, and is the price of labor, and probably and more likely well deserved pricing. But because of how we've been conditioned to see each other, we're not believing that anything that we that we create is worth a damn. And the moment we, we it, it becomes to a, a conversation of well, uh, uh, this stitch is whatever is not right, then we're looking to, to run away and go back to these other businesses. I can't deal with black folks. I can't deal with other businesses. And no other co- no other communities are having those conversations within the, within what they're selling and within within their stores and 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 how they're having their conversations around how they how they push their products within their own communities, Asian communities, and in, in the Indian communities, and the Jewish communities. There's a, a, a well-knit community base that's sitting there to where all products and all money is constantly moving through there. And we're now in the game where we're understanding it slowly, but there's so much to do just to, to, just to reconstruct the psyche around how we look at our business. We're, so, we're, psycho- we're psychologically another. damaged around how we even see each other, let alone business. Never mind just the business, how we even just see each other. You know what I mean? And, and beyond the deeper, the trendiness of it, right? The, the, the trendiness of, of, yeah, we're looking at black excellence and things like that, and it sounds great, but are you actually in application? Is there actual practical uh, implementation of that within where you are, in mm. your hood, in the, in the neighborhood you are, where, you, where your brother's walking down and comes out the other side of the, of the, of the staircase? Are you saying what up? Or are, you, are you actually convening with your folks? Or is everybody a low light? You know, we, we, we constantly have to battle these conversations within our communities to even get to the next step of how do we effectively, consistently support the economics of our people because, and understand that that means supporting us as well. Because the more, the more money flowing into our communities and we're understanding that, that means a bigger collective and that means more money coming back to us. And until we're ready to have that conversation, we're, go, we're gonna lag behind in this race. So, so, what do we, right. so what do we get to do and get out of our own egos in order to support the Let's economic growth of the African, African community. Because now is the time. Now that everyone's awake and now everyone's paying attention. That's great. Now look at what's happening. You've been supporting other communities for so, so long. African dollars mm-hmm. up in, in European stores, up mm-hmm. in, in, in white-owned and everybody else not black-owned businesses. And they're not in yours. Why? Why? Well, part of the reason is because we don't service them. Yeah. They're not getting corn braids. And when they get corn braids, we, we got, and then you got a whole bunch of folks out here, the, the angry black culture police. Mm-hmm. 
angry black culture police show up talking about why these girls got cornrows. They shouldn't have their appropriating African culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree or agree with it. My conversation is it's all aesthetic. Right. The issue is when they start with all of these mannerisms, where are your cornrows? Because a black woman is not all of this expression and emoting and all of these things that, you know, is, is turn, turns a black woman into a caricature, which we've done ourselves. We've made it. We've made this a reality and made it okay for other cultures to do this because we've been beguiled into this consciousness through white center consciousness through our cultural expression within the matrix. So we've made ourselves caricatures. Right. Right. But do what do we service in these communities? How can they spend their monies with us? Right. We're the, 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 the matrix says that we're not the accountants. We're not the we're not the the business professionals. Right. Most of the time, we wealth have managers. Wealth managers. And things of that and nature. And how, how much work, how much exercise are Africans in wealth management getting managing the wealth of African people? Mm-hmm. When they talking about the alleging that our wealth, the wealth gap is larger, and that we're, we'll be about zeroed out by night by twenty forty five, that we would have had zero growth, wealth growth in the African community. Someone had now. I think that's getting ready to change based on new new current circumstance and everybody's around here tap dancing around what they're looking like in terms of how they're dealing with African people. That's going to impact a lot of different things on different levels. That's also going to have to shift the way that banks are giving loans because this whole right. redlining conversation it's still is going to have to occur. Family, so share the link. Thank you for coming in. Share your comments. It's an yes. open, safe space. Absolutely. Um, to build out the conversation. So yeah, And we, and we want to think about like not just thinking about specifically to be an open space to serve other communities, but looking at that the conversation of we don't have something that that that, that they that, offer. That, 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 that keep they in mind value. that that means basic essentials of life. Meaning we, and this is why we don't tend to run to ourselves to see that we have stuff that that we can offer. Because all of us can't be having, you know, we all have. We can all have oils. Hair, 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 hair products. Hair products. Everybody great, has skincare products. Everybody has. The, the, the soul food mm-hmm. restaurant stuff that we know. Yeah. Listen, I cleaned all my grandmother's recipes up so I can still cook soul food meal and it's not going to cause you clogging of the arteries. Mm-hmm. But most of us are not doing that. Right. Like, you know, we're still, you know, what else do we have? Barbershops and hair salons. We got clothing, you know, clothing lines. There's a lot of that. Which is, which is Which is essentially easy to start up. So it's un- that's understandable in an entrepreneurial step. You know, a lot of people right. show your t-shirts, take it to the next step. They got the, the actual clothing designers and stuff like, and that's great. Clothes are always an essential, but what else is, is there? So we want to look at our black-owned supermarkets. We want to look at black-owned cell phone services, like figures. Is, is, is and we got to grow. We, gotta, we have to have we the capacity. Look, we got to look at us. We have so, to create the capacity. Right. We got to look at like social the social media sites. We got melanatedpeople.net is out, is out there now. We got we got Black Planet is black, but it's back. <laughs> it's black. <laughs> um and like so spaces where black people can actually feel like I can go here in any any which way and I feel like I, it's a struggle to do it. Um you know and, and what what else do we have? Like uh said supermarkets uh, social media sites, live live streaming sites. Um, how do we how do we tackle this this mm-hmm. technological age? Mm-hmm. How much more of us are technologically sound? Mm-hmm. Like one of the the, the biggest um, uh, most Im- important people right now behind Instagram is a, is a Nigerian kid. As far as mm-hmm. we develop the algorithm and things like that, like a young kid, not even twenty five. You know what I mean? So we ha- we have the means, but how do we put that into our community and make that the big decision? Because a lot of times, if that means saying goodbye to that, that means saying goodbye to what the, these these white spaces or, or ownership of spaces means. I gotta take I gotta take a loss on some coins for the sake ch- of 
the long term of like trying to help rebuild. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't want to do that. They and don't want to do problem. that. No. It's like why should I jump? Why should I jump ship from six figures or eighty, ninety thousand dollars of doing this, especially as a young person? That's a, that's a lot of money for a young person or whatever it is to go do this for a community and, and have that conversation undervalued. Right, and feel undervalued. Feel like Not is it is feel. it gonna be? They're going to treat you like your stuff is right. corn, like you corn chip. They're gonna treat you like a wet food stamp, what they used to say back in the day. Because our people, all of these conversations oh, are a stamp. part of Black Lives Matter. Means what in material form? How do we recognize within ourselves and among our community? Sorry, me cut you off. That Black Lives Matter. What does this mean? How do we make that applicable? How do we make that? Because that's our foundation. If it's not actionable and applicable, it doesn't matter. To me, it's noise. Mm. What can you do with the thing to put it onto the thing to create the result? Keys, the strategies to access access to access strategies for results. How can you get results from it? Right. How do you create the outcome from it, the manifestation of it? So what is Black Lives Matter? Black Lives Matter seeing value in each other. We've been providing this service here on South Bites, you know, we're hundred percent transparent and we never ask for anything. Yeah. But let me tell you something, to manage the space, to manage the quality to keep the, the site updated, to update the sites. Has see as a graphic designer, formally trained in school. You don't get crap when, you, when you're dealing with us. We're not just kind of like throwing by the seat of our pants and just kind of taping our situation together. Right. We're trying to provide value and we're trying to pro- provide value. Not comparative, because we're not comparing ourselves to the big box, to ABC News. We're just providing with what provi- we have, the resources we have access right. to. And choosing to look, to look for the resources to provide the best possible quality to our people, to let, to let our people know, like, look, this is, you, you matter. You matter, and we matter. And you matter enough that we, we want to bring as much as po- quality and value to, you. to what, sh- what you're receiving. We don't want you to be, like, this is not ha- a half-assed conversation, so why should we become half-assed? So we, we, we do what we can in, in, in that particular conversation. But our I sister mean, Michelle said exactly. We have our kids creating alternative energy. Yes. We need energy. We need energy engineers building ways to clean water. We yeah, have the talent that we need. It, bring, it's, it brings us together um, to solve our own problems. We can do that. We don't have to all have, you know, they had a young kid out there in Haiti, uh, a couple of kids out in Africa yeah. who have done a few things like create a solar paneling with, not no no wind, they didn't have a sponsor come into turbine. the community and give them supplies. They went there and they took what they had in their hand, what they could find in their communities, what they could borrow, barter, and ask for sponsorship from other people in their community. Not you know they didn't ask for Gillette to come down there and sponsor them to build a solar panel system to provide energy for their communities. No, the mother of all creation and creativity is necessity. Absolutely. So out of necessity, these young people with very little bare bones created a system to put energy into the whole, the whole community. And then there were some kids out in Jamaica some time ago who created a system for the tractor to run on corn oil. But you know who don't want you having an alternative oil system? The Matrix. Because they're running around here putting military dollars, tax dollars, into military to run into other people's communities disrupt their culture, disrupt their communities, cause turmoil, because that's what they're essentially doing, destabilizing. It's a nice, cute, colorful language to say that they're over there disrupting people's home to go and take take access of their resources, their oil, is what they're doing, right? And there's no need to pull Mama Earth's blood cooling system, Mama Earth's cooling system, your car has antifreeze. Your car has a cooling system. 
Mama Earth's cooling system from the center of the Earth consistently because car production is still up. Car production corporations are federally funded trading companies on the stock market out here making buku bucks to poison our society so that black folks can feel like they got status because they could drive a BMW. Right, so I said, I'm saying, family, let's think about it. Absolutely, yeah, sister, yeah, I got, I got what you were, what you were, were saying, Sister Michelle. Sister, sister Michelle saying, um, we, we have that, we have the talent, we we're not looking for it, but we already have people making that, that's happening. Absolutely, there's people that are making it happen in all facets. That's in right. The now, um, funding is definitely always a, is always an issue, um, especially in mass. I mean, look at look at what happened when you talk about um, some providing funding for like the energy, what have you. Look at. Prime example is like an Akon, you know what I mean? It was like, you know, yeah, he's, you know, Senegalese, but I think I believe he was born here and went to Senegal and all this type of stuff. So there's still, and, and still obviously is making very much money in the American matrix landscape. Mm-hmm. And with that mindset comes this idea of like, how can I bring something back to Africa? And it's kind of a jumbled thing because it's what you want to do some right, but then also it's like, you know, given everything that's been taking place with China and Africa, and you know, the, the first, you got to even so, so support and fund his his lighting project was to get a billion dollar loan, a billion dollar uh, grant from a Chinese uh, corporation. So you literally brought Matrix. China that into was and, and like that was Matrix. Looking, and I wasn't thinking. That wasn't that thinking. Way. That wasn't thinking. And then thinking. even now for Acon City, we just recently found out he got a six billion dollar uh, grant or funding, six billion dollar investment. Um, from a from a U.S. Uh, based organization, organizational or corporation. This is not helpful, family. This is not helpful. But still, everybody's like, yeah. Still looking outside. This is not helpful. You're still looking this outside. Is, this has the tendency to choke us up. Right, because we want to do the fast pace, fast pace, and that's all well and good. Yeah, you got goals and plans. That's that's great. But also, how do we still, how do we enrich and keep as much solidarity and unification and sovereignty within our land, meaning in Africa and the African here on the, on the U.S. soil? How do we, how do we put compile that together and compound that? Time is is we time is do an, it. Other time is an illusion. Have done it. Right, time is time is an illusion. So it's not necessarily like let's get this big buck rush. now from rush. these people and then be indebted years down because that's, that's always been the case. Look at what you got with, with the with the, the Gates Foundation, seventy billion dollars. I needed to know how they was. was I, I've been saying Nigeria. wait for the ball to drop. That's exactly. what I've been saying in terms of Acon is wait for the ball to drop so that we can hear what the back end is. Because let me tell you something, I did artist development. I was a, pr- a private auditor, uh, in the, excuse me, independent auditor working underneath, coming in as an independent auditor for a high profile celebrity. And I'm here to tell you, them folks don't manage their own money. Mm-hmm. And them folks hold on to their money, okay, because those people that are managing their money are a part of another community. They're a part of another community with another, another entire another set of goals they have. Mm-hmm. That community has another set of goals. But those are the individuals that are holding on to these celebrities' money. Because we know that you have dot, 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 enter, you got all these zeros, and you could actually impact some authentic change that could actually shift the landscape of your people. So we hold on to that money, and we watch that money, and we have you thinking that we are the authority in managing that money. You don't have access to that money. And those folks actually have to grovel for access to their own money. I'm here to tell you, all of that tap dancing that they're doing and skinning and grinning and all these photo shoots and all of that, all of that is marketing. That's all Matrix fake tricks. I'm telling you, Jay, Brother Jackson, you say that. Fake tricks. All that shit is theatrics. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's all game. Them people don't see that mail. They don't have credit. 
They don't need credit. The artist that I was supporting, his credit score was 423. And he had a black car. You know why he had a black car? Because that corporation was co-signing him. So that he don't need access to his money. So that every time he spends, they know exactly what he's spending it on and where he spent it at. So no, he's not going down to the embassy. He's not sponsoring villages over here and doing this and that and the third without these folks say so. And he's definitely not coming into communities of color and building infrastructure that would actually support those communities. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing for some of these celebrities, white Italians and East Indians and all these other individuals, Chinese and, and all of these other individuals have to come into Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn and buy up towers and put building towers in these communities. Why is that? Why couldn't a bunch of celebrities buy up downtown Brooklyn, one Hanson place? Why is that? Yeah. Why did the Barclay have to come and put an amphitheater, a, 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 a freaking arena in downtown Brooklyn? Why Jay Z didn't do that? With weird seats. Why? With weird seats, it look like you're gonna. It makes you feel like you got vertigo. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But my point is, why? Why did the Barclay have to do that? You know, it's funny. I I was thinking of like this interesting kind of analogy around. It, it was like if anybody's ever seen Hobbs and Shaw, with Idris Elba plays like the villain, and he's like considered this black Superman type of situation. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about like. You know, he had this this this, this vengeance thing, his personal vengeance. Mm-hmm. But he was he, he was like I think he was killed or hurt or whatever, and like or probably hurt. And then he was you know by this guy, he wanted his revenge on him. And you know this this big corporation, this this faceless corporation, this deep throat uh, voice mm-hmm. corporation. He didn't he probably never even seen who the boss is. Has biogenetically biogenetically engineered him to be like this superpower. He has all these just me- mechanisms and things inside him that makes him damn near in, in unstoppable. He has his own personal vendetta, but they want him to do some things first because they've given him all this quote-unquote power to do what he wants to do. And the moment he's like, nah, I still want to do what I want to do and veer off the course, okay, switch. They hit the switch on his butt. Turned Shut down. Off. Turn them off. Absolutely. And that's what, and that's what happens when we when we allow these spaces, regardless of how badly we want to do what we need to do, we need to be and in, in put our best foot forward to be consistent and strong enough Strategize. to keep going within our own space. Because the moment we, we give them the, the, the license to govern what we're doing, then that means we don't have the power to have it done in the way that we need to have it done. And I mean, someone else has now, has now co-opted our narrative and it is going to shape what our future looks like. And that we don't need that anymore. We've had that for centuries. It's a new day, and we get to be different around what we're doing. And that means no matter how long it takes, no matter what it takes, we need to do what we need to do for the sake of our family, for the sake of our, com- our communities, and for the sake of sovereignty and self-governance to be better about how we commune with each other. That means how, how we shop with each other. That means how we treat each other. That means how, how, uh, how we're spending our money. And that means being willing to do quote unquote sacrifice or take take the necessary time and necessary inventory uh, around what we have access to the resources we have and how we can find ways to pull that together for ourselves without outside interference because every time we try to heal and the moment we let the outside interference in then our healing is, is obstructed absolutely every time every time we're every in healing time. spaces you can't invite this, this extra person in no matter who it is, white, Asian, whatever, pink, blue. It just doesn't work. It, it doesn't work if our goal is to heal and reconstruct our community in the way it needs to be for the most fortified most fortified and that's the level that it needs to be on. That's the concept. Yeah. To, to reconstruct it so that it's most fortified. Mm-hmm. 
Here we go. We're still here. So that We're is the most here. fortifying family. Most fortifying, absolutely. Key word is our sovereignty. Exactly. Our, to maintain our sovereignty. But guess what? We may not necessarily be able to get to the place where we once was. But mm-hmm. we can shoot can for the moon. We can shoot for the stars and make it to the moon, family. And then we can regroup, reassess, debrief, and re-strategize at that point. But we have to we have to be dictating what is our stars. Where are we going? Because Akon didn't need see Akon didn't need to put his name on that thing and say, Oh, I did this and I created that, but I brought all of these strangers into the house. Why? Why was that? It wasn't even necessary on top of that. You could have left it the way it was. Right. The people would have fixed it themselves, because they always do. Like, we always do. I trust that Africans will fix their circumstances if they can be left alone. The issue is to get these folks to give them five feet. That's what my uncle said. Listen, if people come closer than five feet, they in your personal space. They coming for you. They shouldn't be closer than five feet. Get them, folks. Keep them over there. Keep them over there. And I'm here to tell you, we start talking that talk, folks start saying us versus them. But everybody else in their community are doing it. They are doing it. They don't have to speak about it. We have to have a conversation because African people are not clear on what the objectives are. Mm-hmm. The only kind of relationship an African should have today is a relationship of mutual benefit. That way you know, I know why you're here. I'm not mistaken. I don't think we friends. I don't think we in love. I don't think you care about my kids. I don't think none of that. Because they out here tearing down all of these statues like that stuff mean anything. Them statues been there for decades already. White folks been walking past these statues for decades. There's a statue of the Boston. Uh, uh, I think it's Lincoln patting a slave on the back of the head. He on all fours of his knees. They want to tear this statue down. This statue been there for how many decades? Y'all been walking by this all this time. It never occurred to you to have good conscience before now? Suddenly now you got good conscience? Right. I think it's all contrived, and I don't care because at this point I feel like it's inauthentic. It, it is because, like, it's like really you said, inauthentic it's, to me. You walk by it. You never questioned it. Never. You've been I, jogging by that statue for how many years? And we just been man, this is bullshit. <laughs> oh, you weren't paying attention to it? I don't care. <laughs> like, I just this found, man is patting a black man. He's on all fours. That's okay with you? I, like, I just found out. I was like, what? That's a statue? Mm-hmm. And y'all, and that's you've been letting it rock for it this. Been sitting there all that time. Tripping. It been sitting there all that time. <laughs> all these movements, all these people, all this stuff. That thing been sitting right there all the time. Cause check this out. It's not like you, you're doing some like law, or whatever. Like, oh, we're going to like you know petition at, at the at, at the White House, whatever, and have them take it down. No, y'all been straight up going and taking it down. And take so why y'all could have did that? Y'all could have been did that. That could have been done. They got statues of Leopold. I ain't seen a single statue of Hitler nowhere in America. Mm. I ain't seen no statue of Hitler. They got a statue of Leopold. Leopold killed. Almost, the, the, the number up, is, up, the number is like anywhere from ten million to 15, twenty million, fifteen million. To 50 million Congolese mm-hmm. in, Democratic Republic of in Congo, the yeah. Congo. Yeah. Okay, family? He went in there and he he put, listen, he listen. Trump went to camp. I mean, not Trump. Hitler went to camp messing with this dude right <laughs> that's here. Just, that's a Freudian slippery ass. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm just, I just want to let you know the magnitude. Mm. But they got statues of Leopold. Okay. In Belgium. I just want to know. I just want you to know. So I'm just feeling like, you know, it's something that we need to really assess our position in this and make and make our demands and make our position really known and felt. 
I'm not really concerned with how nobody sees that because that's not my concern because you wasn't concerned with my kids or my life or my future or my feelings up until now. Our plight is not brand new, family. It's not. So that's that's why it's and it, it, like granted, okay, yo, you got all the fever. Welcome to the party. That's one, great, welcome but to the like, party. Congratulations. Also, Good for you. We're extremely behind for no reason because a lot of this shit has been the same. You just, it's, it's, why, 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 it's like oppo- it's like an opportunistic opportunity just to look at something that's always been there. Why? Like if, if we want to talk about um, really shifting the landscape, this could have been a conversation a long time ago. Right, the civil rights era was 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 that that era, but we're also living in, in the new the, the new quote unquote civil rights because yeah, we've been asleep for 30, 40, 50 years. But they're also not talking about the fact that they made intention. The government, the U.S. government, made intention. Okay, wait, she said she said, like take, take on your mama off the syrup <laughs> bottle, but ain't paid her descendants a dime. Di- ain't paid her descendants a dime. Come on, family. All the aesthetic, and we better watch this family. Because our kids might not be able to put their fingers on this. Okay? Uh, they tore they one of his statues of down, statue. too? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. One. One. <laughs> and that was the key word on what you said. Like, one, one of his statues. Congratulations. That's... Good form. Throw him a parade. But my point is, you know, we got to make sure that we make our position known. We make out what we stand for, what we're standing for, and that we actually get what we need in this landscape. Because now they're taking down the proof. So... When they rewrite the narrative, when the smoke settles, when, they, when the ball drops, family, and whatever's next moves into whatever next of this entire experience, okay? Because you want to defund the police, you can't get rid of the cops, family. Mm. Be careful what you ask for. If they get rid of the police, you know who somebody got to come provide security. Because we're not living in a space of the way we live in community. We're not living like that. We're not living based on the honor society. It would be nice, but when we create our space, we can do that. But as of right now, we're not living in that space. And we gotta understand that if you're within the matrix, you will always have a boss. Mm-hmm. African people don't need no boss. If they really trying to have a conversation with me, they need to back up out of my space entirely, give me room, and knock when they come. Or matter of fact, only come when invited. See, that's how you're going to heal African. You're not going to heal me sitting in the middle of my punch bowl. What y'all doing? What are you doing? Disrupting my situation. Rebranding my situation. Right. Oh, I don't you need meant, that. You meant this. Oh, we're, here we're just letting everybody know. And this people telling me how I should express my frustration and, 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 and pain. and What? No, you sound crazy right now. You can't tell me how I should be hurting or how I should be healing. That's not for you to do. That's not for you to do. And we want to think about, we want to think about these things, especially when you look at these whole, this whole symbolism stuff um, going forward. Because one of the things we were talking about was like, you know, looking how, what's next after Black Lives Matter? Meaning, Black Lives Matter being this movement that that everyone has now latched onto Mm -hmm. of of recognizing the the plight of the African in Mm -hmm. America, you know, and also black lives across across the globe, but particularly in this American landscape because of the constant shifts in what slavery mm-hmm. um, and brutality and violence looks like towards the, towards the African and American soil. Mm-hmm. But what's next? How do we look at this? Because, like, take, for instance, when you look at this thing of taking 
down all these symbols. That's great. You're taking down all, you're taking down all these symbols, these statues. And we're not saying don't. Sure, take them down. Take them down, sure. Take That's all the shit down. We don't care. But I got thing, some work thing is, for them to do, though. Yeah, but hold on. But the thing is, it's like when you take that stuff down, okay, what's next? For the next generation to see that all this stuff didn't exist. So now who's writing the narrative of what America actually gets to be? Because now you've cleared out all the, all the actual symbolism that reminds you that this shit was fucked up. So so now, how are we going to hold the the remainder of American history accountable, knowing that okay, we took these symbols down, we don't want any other symbols to come up ever again that reminds us that 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 reminds us of what this is, or puts a cloak over the fact that this comes from a sort of history, but we've changed it because now we, we because as long as we allow any missteps mm-hmm. and we can't, as long as we allow any missteps. For the oppressor to come, to step back in, kind of ease the Pink Panther their way back into the situation. Once everything looks hunky dory, then they can say, "Oh, America was never a bad place." Look, we got symbols. We got, look, we got Listen, Barack Obama statue. We got America, Muhammad Ali statue. We got, we got, we got, we got, we got all these statues. All these great black people. Oh, America was great, and then now we're back to like this underhanded undercut mm-hmm. of how they're going to mistreat black people in well, another fashion it. because they've been constantly diabolically shifting what our de- our de- deconstruction looks like the 13th amendment then you got you got the, the prison system then you got jim crow then you got redlining now it just looks a different way all this yep, stuff rebranding just the same rebranding mechanism. slavery rebrand rebranding excuse me the destruction of the african american yes. soil why and I the family yes power you know, is and just a lot of foolishness. A lot of foolishness. But this is my conversation in terms of what are we, where are we actually going with this, because there's a place for Black Lives Matter in terms of, um, in terms of protests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, absolutely. The process of protests in terms of the outcome being a revolutionary shift. Mm. Okay, there's a protest for the agitation, which was a twofold. It manifests in twofold. You have the people needing to need something to attach themselves to. So you got the protest, right? But you also have the protest to be the fire to let the, the round table know that the people are down here still unified and we in your face. Boom. That's the process of the protest. After the protest is organization. After organization is accountability. Mm. Okay? So it is a process that is consistently in cyclical. It should continue to go. Protest, keep the fire lit, let the folk know we still out here getting it popping. Organize, organize, and keeping these folks accountable. Organize, organize, and keeping these folks accountable. Protest is not just the protest. It's not just for you to stand out here and talk about ho-hum, ho-hum, and Black Lives Matter and all of this here. We hear you. But I need you to take some of that back to work with you. I need that to be at your workplace. And I need Africans to have their minds right. Because Africans cannot be told the oppressor's system cannot tell African people what their problem is. Their problem is the matrix, period. The biggest impediment to African people's quality of life is the matrix, period, okay? So there's a lot of touch-ups that have to be done and African people have to make sure they got their mind right so they know what they're requesting or demanding. I ain't requesting a damn thing, this is what I want. I'm going to need y'all to go work that out, right. and I'll holler back at me when you get it squared away. Yeah, I'm checking in. Y'all got, that, y'all got that right yet? Maybe okay. I'm checking in. Maybe I ain't checking in. But if you ain't got it right, then I'm keeping it moving. We're not patronizing you. Right. We're not spending our money with you. We're not working at your corporations. We don't care. We can grow our own food. We, we have, can fold in. We have, we have to, to See, that has to be a different kind of protest. I'm not talking about out here and fighting and going on because now they're going to gradually creep this country back open, and folk will have to go back to work. 
And I don't need poo-poo and white people to go, oh, are you okay? Are you all right? Because that's not freaking helpful. I need systems to change. Yes. I'm going to tell you guys a story in another show. We're going to do our, our brainstorm. And we're going to talk about my custody battle with my son, or with my son's father. Okay? And the judge that you guys got from Philadelphia who said black lives don't matter to him. Mm who's sitting on the bench supervising, providing intervention and preventative services to family court for decades. Talk about black lives don't matter. And he works in the inner city of Philadelphia with black families. Sure. I had a judge just like him. I just ain't get her ass on record saying she don't care about black lives. Hmm. See, that's where I needed to matter. I don't need you on the street. I don't need to see white folks on the street protest. It's nice that they're there. But for me, it's all theatrics. I need you to go to work, and I need you to be in the systems of the living experience being in protest. That's where I need you to protest at because you have access to that space. Now, how are you going to, why do you go? So the regulations and the living experiences that are impacting African people, the how are you going to, why do you go, white people are there. There was a principal sitting there with four her three of her teachers with a noose laughing and posing. <laughs> That's funny. What's up with that? I need you. That's somebody's mother. That's somebody's aunt. Probably her kids was at the protest. Mm. Probably her neighbors was at the protest. The women she sit down for tea with was at the protest. I need you to be checking Karen that it ain't all right to have freaking nooses and posing with your teachers at work. Ha, ha, ha. This is funny. Thank you. Not okay. Not okay. We got Jesse Washington, 17-year-old. They got him. They decided to take pieces of this man's charred body as souvenir. Nooses is not funny. See, I need white folks in action, in application. African, you need to be able to help white folks see where they can be useful. They just, they because just... Because they, not, they don't often know. This is why they're doing the shit they're doing right now. Pulling down statues and taking Jamama off the damn pancake box. That's why they're doing it. Uncle Ben and all of this foolishness. That's why they're doing that. Because they don't really know how to support you. But you need to know what you're demanding. Right. And that goes into the next conversation in a second. But I was like also the, the news thing. Like the, even with the in NASCAR, the only black racer, the, the first black racer, whatever he is, um, Bubba Wallace, they found a noose in his, in his locker room. Mm. Because, you know, he wanted to push, push and promote, and NASCAR was willing to push and promote Black Lives Matter as part of the symbolism um, you know, solidarity tactic for what they've got going on. You know, um, and you had the white, you know, the white racer that just said he's going to retire, even though he clearly had no wins anyway. So whatever. But, but you know, they, the fact that this is this is the retaliation tactics that we're getting from the Matrix for wanting for self-efficacy for the mm -hmm. African one self-efficacy mm -hmm. in the in the space and to be respected and dignified in the space. So, so when we talk about, she alluded to this, like the whole idea of like allyship and like who's in your space, mm -hmm. who's who, who are the, what is what is allyship even look like? When our sisters ask that question, what is what is allyship? You know, like what does that look like from from white people, from white friends in your space when you when in the face of blatant of overt racism, injustices, violence, race based violence against black people. Right? What does that look like? Is it and, and it's, it's is it a black square? Is it um is it being part of the marches? Is, is it is it organizing marches? Is it organizing protests? How often is it taking place? It, a lot of it is really what we actually do need, and we should get, and we do deserve is partnership, 
solidarity in this in this conversation because the only the only way it can really change is you taking accountability you meaning white folks that feel impassioned and emboldened behind this to step in and speak to other white folks right and it, and it is a conversation is a conversation especially racist white folks Man, it's a conversation please. is consistent and, right they're not out here by themselves and it's a brand new conversation we just said it's come up uh allyship fatigue Man, How? please. What is this? How does this show up? I like peace and blessings, uh, Melly Queen. Thank you for peace joining blessings, us. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Thanks, um, Mr. Michelle, for being online with us. Thank you, Absolutely. Brother Elder Please share the link, family. Yeah, share, share the conversation. We're talking about a, a, you know various conversations. You were just um, yeah. talking about you know integration of the African and within the society. How does How's that, that affect our dollars and coins um, and growth? Also, also, we we just touched on you know what what's next after Black Lives Black Matter, Lives Matter protesting, protesting and, and 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 what's what's next for the movement and revolution? What yes. does that get to look what does like it look going like? forward? After you've torn down the statue, Got what a, what's the next step? An application, and how is that going to actually support the African getting our get right? We are the one, we are the only ones that can save us. Forget yeah, them; they are not doing a change. To change. Yeah. We got that, sis. This is why we talking to the African, right. so that the African know your position. Where you at in this landscape? Yeah, because we go into work, and these folks are in our spaces, and we cohabitated. We in the matrix. They here with us. Wanna, right? How are we getting away from them? You want to look at how that really looks, uh, African, with, with those who are in your space. When you want to talk about the liberal white folk, or like, yeah, I believe in black lives, mm-hmm. but if it's too hard to stand with it, welcome to our world. It's been hard oh, as fuck to stand in the face of time. racism and injustices for centuries. That's right. And we're still here. That's right. It's been a month. Grow up. Grow up. Suck it up. You know, they, so they and killed so, Malcolm. We was on the way, creating some to results. Be, to be an anti-blackness worker, anti-racism work, and to and to have to feel like you're just exhausted after realizing Man, everything please. the first time. Yeah, it's a rush. If you haven't been in, in, in the face of this conversation for most of your life, and this is all brand new to you, and we very much believe that the pandemic had a, a great deal to do with that because now, since people have nowhere else to fucking go and no happy hours or, be- show, or shows to go to, yeah. now you have to stand face-to-face with this one thing that's in your face, which has been racism and police brutality and destruction of black people and, and destruction of humanity. And, and we've been dealing with it. It's been going on. It's been going on for the longest of time. I so, was yeah. 13 when they killed Yusef Hawkins. Yes. I was in junior high school, okay, and that thing hurt us. And we was our youth. We had black teachers. Good thing because they was able to support us in an African centered way and infuse us and get us kids through. But I don't even know what to tell these youth today. And their parents don't have a way to support them in a way that's authentic. Yeah, they're giving them a recording. Well, you know, you just gotta keep your head up, and you just no, no, that's bullshit. No, them kids mad, and they need to be mad. And they need to know that they need to be, in a sense, validating what their next step can be with that madness. Like they get to feel it, and they get to take a next a next step action. That's right. What's so next? how are they going to be guided, especially be by people that have actually, in one form or another, either directly lived through these things, through civil rights, what have you, or Jim Crow that still exists. That's right. The griots of of, of the of, of, of right. the families, the the elders. How are you engaging them and bridging those gaps so that they understand the legacy that they're part of and how they can push it forward into the future? Because if they're not talking galvan- to the elders, they're getting galvanized by somebody else and into that space. Right. If they're not talking to the grandparents, the great grandparents, whoever is still alive in the family that's actually been living lived through a majority of this shit consistently, then they're losing out on how to f- properly push f- history forward. A lot of our grandparents were pacifists, though. So let's be clear. I don't know how much they can tell them, 
But there are some of our but griots that know, are. It's better to know what they know. At least not. know the details of some of their information. Right. Sister Millie Cream said tearing down the statues don't mean anything. We can get. We need to get self-sufficient and pull away from the matrix as soon as possible and support each other first. Yes, family. So this is what's next for us. Yes, we do get to see what's going on in the matrix, but we got the conversation of maintenance while we are preparing to break away and take care of ourselves and make our demands, right? So we got a maintenance conversation. We got a forecast conversation. You know, in the world that I'm created, I'm looking at a world where we get to have our own space. And we get to call our own shots. And we don't need nobody asking us for nothing. We don't got nothing for you. You don't have no business here. We don't want your rules. Get your military and go. Bounce. We don't want you here. You're not welcome. And don't come back. That's where I'm at. Because I don't need I don't have I don't have time to be trying to sift through folk and find out, you know, what's what and what's what. I know the African people, the United States government was out here killing our leaders. Like taking it up and making it their position that they were going to kill African people's self-efficacy efforts. That's a problem for me. I don't know where that consciousness is at because some of them folks are still living right now. Mm. And all white is not created equal. There are some white folks just standing in your face. They just have their own agenda, point blank, period. And they just riding the tide of the foolishness that's going on because it's balancing them out. It's helping their, their, their causes. All white is not created equal. Okay. Sister Michelle says there are many of our ancestors that weren't asking for integration. Hmm. Yeah, they were, but you know what? They got outnumbered by the talented test. And, and that is the thing. They got outnumbered, and they was over there shaking hands with that specific, special, supposedly special group that's supposed to be thinking for everybody else. That's why I'm not here for African need no leadership. African, master yourself. Be your own leader. Okay? Educate yourself. Open up your own, your own third eye. Understand your own intuitive nature. You don't need no leader. You have a natural internal compass. You know the right thing to do. Do what's right. You are it. You are the leader you've been looking for. Educate yourself and get to freaking work. And make sure you're not out here telling the family dumb shit. That's my concern too. While you're in your learning curve, try to be quiet as much as possible and listen as much as possible. Got a lot of folks out here, and just because we've been doing it this way for a long time don't mean it's right. Because you got a lot of old folk out here talking foolishness too. Yeah. So you got to know that people are people, and everybody out here is not all things. Some of our leaders are people. They're human beings, too. And some of us are still in our learning curve as well. Mm-hmm. Okay? So know that you get what you need, which means know what you need, get what you need, and know that there's a facility. There's something you're trying to facilitate. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to facilitate this learning. Take what you need, because a lot of times, folks, rhetoric is not their lifestyle. This is edutainment today for a lot of folks. They, they just talk in because they have some need to be seen. They might have heard on a meme or they might have They might have seen it or uh, whatever the case so, may be. You know. Everybody out here, I've been I've been listening, I've been on this set before there was Google family. Yeah. I was out there at the meetings, I was in the street with the folks reading and doing all of this stuff in the meetings before there was Google family. And these folks, a lot of them, some of them still here. They still around. They, they, they've been here, they weathered the storm, and they still getting their little $2 and doing their little shows or whatever, their little edutainment shows. I'm here to tell you, some of these folks did this research. You're not going to go do all this research. So there is value in what they are providing. Get the information right. and keep it moving. Right. Exactly. Don't look for them to lead you because many of these folks don't live that rhetoric. They don't live their rhetoric. They are simply a facilitator of a thing for you as a student in the process of learning and elevating and learning to master self. Nayim Akbar said, know thyself. When you know yourself, you don't need a leader. Mm. Okay? And leaders should be creating fishermen of men. 
Leaders replace themselves. You should not be the only voice in the space. Leaders are also good listeners. You should, but, but see, lead the, the people that we're looking at now are not creating more leaders. They don't want to strengthen people because they don't want competition for the spotlight. That's not what it's about. And that's not what it's about. We need to make people strong so that when we look to our left or look to our right, somebody can carry the weight. Somebody can hold the line. Mm-hmm. We need people strong enough to hold the line, family. So we need people thinking sharp with their own acuity and their own cat-like reflexes to be jolly on the spot and on point so that they sharp as you. We're only as strong as our weakest link. This is not edutainment out here in these streets. This is survival for the African. We've been at war. This is not a game. These folks are using the most diabolical measures against us, family. Most. The most diabolical. And most of it, they're playing to our own natural essences. We, we can't be too aloof to believe that they, they wouldn't try the deepest measures to do Family. it, to uproot us. If you knew what their problem place. was, you'd know why they're using the methods that they're using. Yeah. You'd be, you, you'd be, it would behoove you to really sink to your teeth into the reality that this shit can get real deep and real diabolical real fast. And it may be hard to see people to your left or to your right that are, po- are more, more than likely beneficiaries of a system that would do that. Um, but... It, again, it behooves you to, to trust in yourself in the process and to keep an eye on every situation and question everything that you that you you're dealing with, for the sake of actually being within truth. Yeah, thanks. You, and you, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to the future, to your generation, that's right. to your future self, to the future of the community, um, because we we're not we're not in we're not in silos here. We're we're a collective. We we move accordingly in the collective because why we have a collective strife that we're all going through. So it is, you're not any different than that. Different, whoa. You're not any okay. different, different than the African next to you. You're not any different than, than, than Neferari. You're not any different than no. anybody in, 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 Nobody's in the different. chat room right now. Like we, Nobody's we, different. We, Everybody's we, the same. As Africans on this soil and even abroad, we all have a commonality that, that we get to bond with and vibe with that we should get to trust in despite you know any humanistic flaws. The, the root is being with our people. Because that's the only way we're going to get And fortifying our family so that we can hold the line. So that we can... I'm not leaving this planet without leaving my next generation off yeah. better than I was left. Legacy. I'm here to tell Clean you. It up. This is not about edutainment and spotlight. That is short-sighted. What I know is that critical mass is necessary. So we need certain spaces so that we can get more access to more people because we need to move critical mass. That's what this is about. This is not about stroking some mild, low vibrational ego conversation so people can see me tap dancing and shazam and pizzazzing because that's not what this is about. This is about our children's children. This is about the reality. When I knew I was 10 years old, when I said, when I said Harlem, the, the Langston Hughes' poem, Harlem, a dream deferred. Remember that? And I made my book series, A Queen Deferred? I was 10 years old when I, that, that title came to my mind. And today, three volumes of A Queen Deferred has now come to fruition. I was 10. I'm going to make sure there's no more 10-year-olds out here that feel that they are deferred, like they don't matter. You understand? That's what the point is. And if that's not your point, you up a creek. Okay? Because you're in the wrong space. Because true Africans going to sift you out. You got to know this African. You got to be able to see these folks. You understand? Because sometimes all skin folk ain't kin folk. Right? 
So we got to be clear about what our strategy is so that we can nip these things in the bud because I believe I give folks grace. I believe in giving folks grace because I know some of us are manipulated by the matrix. We allow, I allow us to come out. Come on out of that foolishness, man. You gifts, you got gifts, you got talents, you got this, you can serve the people, that, this, and the third. Do that thing that you do well and be in service to forward in the community and hold the line. See, darkness cannot exist where there is light. And I'm clear, I am the woman who lightens the darkness. I have come to lighten the darkness. It is lightened. Trust me when I tell you. I am in my essential energy. You be in yours. Be at your maximum capacity so that you can be out here being of service to the community because we need folks on the front line being the difference that is different. Not being the mediocrity that doesn't help. Not poo-pooing folk because we ain't got time for that. Shortcut straight to, the far, straight to the root of the problem. We are our greatest together. Absolutely. Ubuntu. I am because we are. A fist closed, not open. A fist closed has the most power. And that's where our strength is. And this is why there's so much destabilization on the ground and, and narratives and people talking this and saying little things that make, make a little bit of sense. And you got folks, come on, come over here. Let's do this like this. No, let's check that. Let's check that, family. Let's check that. We got a maintenance conversation and we got a forecast conversation. What's happening now to get us to lay the foundation for what's for our what's next and our greatest possibility. And nobody outside of the African space can tell us what's good for us. And then we got to sift out them folks that's out here talking that foolishness that's disrupting the space because there's some folks out here too. Hear that? Important, family. It's important. And we got to get on our security mind. Absolutely. We got to know. We got to be ready already. Don't have to get ready. My uncle told me that. Rest in peace. Right? My father told me one thing. He was on drugs. My entire life. I don't know. I thought they got rid of crack. He still finds him some. I don't know where he get it from. But he told me one thing. And my grandma said, that's the monkey on his back. Self-preservation, first rule of nature. He can't keep that his hand off that rock. He can't stay away from crack to save his life. So his one thing that he was not able to, that he isn't at up to now able to defeat is his concentration in self-preservation. And that's the one thing he ever gave me. That's it. But that's okay. Because that was one piece that laid a major brick in my earth's landscape. And I didn't learn to self, I didn't learn the application and the being of what self-preservation is until I started to apply self-preservation to my own life. Watching parasites, watching the family give with a whole heart, but also be on security mind and know that everybody is not here to be in service. Some folks are just here to take. And even, Self-preservation. And even acts of, of service are essentially in the space for taking for a lot of people. So you want to be mindful of that. Let's be clear, family. So today we just kind of round robin and listen to Black Lives Matter with the revolutionary move is after that. Right. You protest, the protest has a function, agitation. It serves the people to keep the people with the fire going, and it serves the round table to put their asses on notice and know we out here, and we see your ass. Get busy. After the protest is the organization piece. You organize it, you have your agendas, you have your demands. Now there is accountability. Who's going to keep these folks accountable? So you protest, agitate, organize, accountability. Protest, agitate, 
organized accountability. And this space is cyclical and it continues to go on and it's nonstop until we get to what we need to get, until we create the actual greatest good for the African in our space and we can just wake up in the morning and just be. And there's no temper in our mind. There's no inhibition in our spirit. That's the space we're trying to facilitate in all the moving of the parts. We're trying to create the space so the African can arise and they don't have to do anything. Give thanks for that donation. I appreciate you. Thank Thank you you so much. much. Gave a nice, beautiful donation. Appreciate that. $50. Thank you so much. We appreciate anything that you give. We don't do it for the asking. We're doing it because we're in service, because the point is to strengthen Africans so that we can hold the line. So we give with a whole hand, whole heart, what we have to offer, because it's important that you know you and me are not different. I came from the same shitty-ass background that most Africans came from. Let's be clear. I came out the crack era. Yes, my father was on drugs. Yes, my mother was an abused wife. Okay? But I had to see, see, and my family was Christians. So they made sure that I was going to be passive because that's the way they was trained. So I didn't get here by accident. This was a journey, a tumultuous one, because not only was I living the journey of mastering self, I was also living the journey of fighting against white supremacy in my world. Work, family, court, jobs, a career, education, Every turn I make, I'm up against white-centered consciousness showing up in my life, either from white people or black people wearing white-centered consciousness. This wasn't easy. This is a long process. And being the only African, the lone voice in the woods, a lot. Now, I can't go to work with the charging flag with an RBG flag on like that there, but you know what? I vibrate in Africa. Some years ago, that happened. About 15 years ago, I just started vibrating in Africa, and folks could see me before I even got there, family. So that made shit even worse for me. I'm here to tell you. Black folks on guard. Because they scared to be seen. I'm not going to put you on spotlight like that. Because I know some folks ain't ready to cash that check. But my grandmama said, you write a check, your ass better be able to cash it. Trust me when I tell you. I can write a check because I know what I'm working with. I got 10,000 ancestors rolling with me. You want some? Come get some. You don't want this. You feel me? So African... The protest has a function. Know your demands out here with the matrix. Them folks can't tell you what's good for the African. I I had to change and love me first so that I could... Love my children and my people. I stand up unapologetically, black first, black only. I share. Give thanks. So know that this is a long journey ahead. Uphill battle, family. I need you to know that you are on deck. Have your demands squared away and be confident in your being. And know that... You get to make demands because you are worthy, you matter, and nobody can give you humanity. You take that. See, them folks got to learn their lesson. They got lessons that they learned in this learning curve as well. Their lessons are different from your lessons. You all is kumbaya, that's nice, and I'm here for a world conversation. We're here for one world is the aim. But an African cannot participate in the world's circumference if we don't know what we're offering, if we don't have anything valuable to exchange. And we need to know what we have that's valuable because we are the value. Mm -hmm. And we have that to exchange. But we're not commanding our value. We're not communicating with each other in the way that we should. We're not commanding our value, Africans. So we got to stand in our space so that we can hold our square. Grandma uncle said, hold your square. Don't let folks knock you off your square. Elder uh, Karim said that all the time. Don't have folks knocking you off your square. Hold your ground. 
at work. Ask for what you deserve. Get what you deserve out here in these spaces because you're in this matrix. You got to go to work every day. Stop telling black folks, stop telling people don't, don't, don't speak up too much. Don't make no waves. You got backup now. These folks will come to your benefit. Work your hand. Put these folks on notice. Have them touching up because they can regulate to the, to the cows come home. You can't train these police away from the hatred towards African people. White folks got to get rid of that, 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 those bad apples. White folks got to go do that. That judge, that court supervisor, white folks got to go deal with him. That principal, and she's not the only one, Okay, they had a judge at one time, they had to drag his ass up on 23 years of court because he was selling out our youth out here, putting them into uh, youth juvenile prison. You got a comment. Um, juvenile prison selling out our youth and got the developers in his ear talking about, and he's sending out youth to these juvenile spaces and got 23 years in jail. White folks got to deal with these people. Sister Molly says, we built this world and we built this world and now it's time for us to rule it again. We are so powerful. We have superpowers. Our shade. We definitely do, for sure. We absolutely do. We get to be on deck, speaking our piece and being present for ourselves, mm -hmm. and speaking up for what we deserve and who we are as a people. And I don't need to be feeling no kind of way about that. I'm gonna need Africans to get their get right together with their with their spirit. Wrangle the beast of the night is what I say. Wrangle that beast of the night with that whatever that white sitter consciousness that is in your head wrangling against you standing up for what the African is deserving of humanity and your fair share. You better wrangle that thing and work that thing out. And I didn't think I'm not here for all you know and all of this because you know like I told you before I just show up at work and just know that I know what it is and what it's popping and, and what's good. And see, vibrate in African, them folks get real uncomfortable. Black folks get uncomfortable. Focus is that folks uncomfortable. I'm going to tell you, family, because ain't nothing going to change. Ain't nothing going to change. When you got black folks there, they don't know how to be in their own skin around somebody vibrating African. They feeling some kind of shame because they not vibrating African. Figure your life out. That ain't my problem. I came out the shits to get here. I'm good. I'm not asking for validation. I know who I am. I don't need you to clap, clap for me. That's cute. Thank you, whatever, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Because remember, this journey was initially to serve my own well-being. It became a, a, an application of the manifestation of my gifts for me to teach, and I've been doing that since six years old. That's my essential energy. You work in yours? Work your essential energy. Sister Mary says, we should be our children's first and only teachers. Take back that control. Black families stop the cycle. That's right. But how to, but you know what? We don't need to cry over spilt milk. We let them folks get to our kids, and we should have known better than that anyway. Right. But we was too busy out here integrating, out here trying to get our Versace and Louis Vuitton bags so we can get some value and get our little gold plate on our desk or on the door, what have you. See, that's what we was trying to do. Because we thought that if we got better, the respectability politics, that that would make us worthy. We didn't realize we didn't have to be worthy. See, what they did was they suckered you into playing their game. That's what they did. They actually suckered you into playing their game. They pimped all those microloans to Africans. And we're still 25% un unemployment rate in our African community with all this education that we have. They played us. They played us. They had us out here gambling. Now, I'm an educator. I believe in education. Malcolm X does as well. Believe in education. Believe in knowing and knowledge. But only knowledge applied is powerful. Remember this, African. Only knowledge applied is powerful. Not knowledge is power. 
Because knowledge is power, but only if it's applied does it become applicable and actionable for you and your community. Give thanks, family. You want to have any um, closing remarks? Anything you have? No, I mean, we, I mean, just. <laughs> you know, you open. Stop playing. <laughs> ah! Um, I mean, just, you know, let's, let's, uh, I hope my hope, my prayer is that within this time frame, with everything that's been going on, that the family has been, um, doing the necessary edification and education with this time that you have, like, please, like, like that's important because people keep talking about normal, normal, normal. There's no, there's, there's a new normal that's going to take, that's going to need to take Mm -hmm. place. I'm going to take place. It needs to take place because we can't go back to what we, what we had going on. Mm-hmm. That especially for you, African, as as you know, on this on this soil, and in and being cognizant of, of the global landscape of how we've been treated, there is no more n- normal because normal sh- sucked ass. We need. Okay, we need a new uh, I'm here to tell you, normal sucked ass for the African. And we we need we need to be we need to usher in a, a new era of of our human experience. We need to usher in a new era of our dignity, our integrity, our respect for ourselves, um, and self-efficacy, and want. To be be better and be greater within the arms of our community, and that includes, uh, in, in in essence, to um, Sister Michelle uh, Melly's um, conversation around you know educating the children. We gotta look at this educational system because if you're educating the brains from the jump, then that's shaping the landscape of the future. Who's train right. Who's training? The, who's training the youth to believe what narrative around who they are? That's right. And then by the time they're forty or fifty, they and they and they get uncovered of like this is what I've been lacking, and then now you have a psychological crisis. And now there's no time to even try to get better because you're too busy mentally destroyed by all the lies that your your whole narrative and life has been shaped we, that's into. That's where a lot of us are so at right if now. We're gonna, if we're gonna shape anything, especially mm-hmm. for the future, for a lot of us, you know, for the elders that are that are you know, not that's a lack of better term, going out the door, but like elders moving on, whoa, whoa, moving whoa, forward. Passing on the torch. Be, pa- thank you. Sorry. Passing Grr. on the torch. And and us, you know, in the, the older the old, old old you know the Gen X and the older millennials that are okay. that are moving forward into the elder status or what have you and leading the way, the youth is up next and the youth are fired up. We gotta up. arm the them youth, well, man. We gotta arm our youth well. Good right. Lord. They and they need they need that guidance. They need that step in. They need that communication aspect. That's what I was saying earlier. Can't we let can't let these folks manipulate our youth because they're trying to manipulate our youth with this kumbaya conversation. And they're still in a space with, sorry, and they're still saying, I'm sorry, they're still seeing themselves in relationship to someone else. Right. That's not the point. The point is the African to see themselves as a whole being, independent of anyone else's validation, period. Because they are worthy Mm -hmm. in and of itself. That's it. They can't integrate and then do whatever they want to do in terms of talking to whoever they want to talk to and have friends of other cultures or what have you. But the African needs to be whole, complete, and know it beyond a shadow of a doubt, without any validation. Right, that's what we're saying you're going to usher in. We're moving forward, slowly but surely, into, into elderhood. <laughs> <laughs> Time is gradually. You're creeping, all right? We, we Stop creeping. playing. You know what? You know you, you, gotta, you up next. Like you said, you got you to gotta be ready so you don't have to get, get ready. Get ready, okay? that's right. <laughs> so... That means in the now, we get on our square and, and do what we need to do for the next generation. Because they're the ones that's going to usher it in. They got the energy. We got the, right. we got the knowledge. We got the understanding. We got to keep the in. Truth, it's, a ta- it's a tag team partnership. That's right. We, we're tag team. The, 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 new, the present era is tag teaming with the future in order to create that's what needs right. to be done. We got to, five generations on the planet. Usher this moment. on. Absolutely. We need to create generational wealth and legacy. And the wealth is beyond monetary. The wealth is really in culture. It's edu- in education. It's in, it's, it is in financial as well but also in, 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 in just in legacy, period. 
and how do we get to carry on our stories and own our stories, own every aspect of our stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's what I would, would leave us with um, uh, well, for today's episode. And we thank you for everybody for tuning in. Yes, oh, Sister thanks. Molly says, hold on a second, let me get, open it up here. Uh, we need a mass healing of our people and a reclamation, a reclaiming of our African minds for our children as well. They must know who they are. I'll share we Ooh, do. We, yes. we, and we get that. But also, there's a lot of us that don't know who we are. So before we can even tell them, we need to know for, we need to know for ourselves. Oh, and that's us. why I'm saying we need to get into the educational space now. Whatever we didn't know and we're just finding out, great. Welcome to, again, welcome to the party. Now go do your work and, and let's that's keep right. it moving and be consistent around it and get, and get greater around it. There's no, I mean, there's nothing wrong with like the coming into this conversation now because you, you've had, uh, you, you've had blinders on for so long, not by your own, by your own doing. Um, but now with what you know, and once you know, you can't unknow. Know. So what, now that you know, what the hell are you going to do about it? And if you choose well, we to sit back. we got Sister Queen. She's on the front line. She's definitely got a lot of. wellness. Yeah, she definitely got the Vanguard Online um, School. So we're going to be, uh, Vanguard Online Academy, excuse me. Uh, we're going to have our Sister Melly on, and we're going to be talking about that in education. And we're also going to be talking to our Sister Michelle um, on terms of gardening and mm-hmm. running the, the farm, the farming business from mm-hmm. the perspective of. Food sovereignty, family. Ashe, so that's you know thing what's good too. with African in business. We're gonna continue to push that, push yeah, that, so push stay that. Stay tuned for the next promotion, um, and and be with us on that because it's important when we look at our Africans and, and continue to lift ourselves up in growth, Ashe. scaling our businesses to grow, family, mm-hmm. so that we can fortify our community on the ground in terms of providing self-efficacy for our family. So this is Soundbites International Radio. Yes, Thank you for, for tuning in as yes. you do and for, for checking in, sharing your thoughts. Share the appreciate link. you. Share the link. Thank share you for the, sharing share the donations the out share there. Share the replays. Thank you for the donations. Um, again, if you choose, if you like, you know, if you find value in what we provided yes, here in every thing. episode and podcasts and everything that we have available, um, please, we, we welcome you to um, yes. either contribute on our website at thisissoundbites.com. Um, there's a kind con- of con- contribute to soundbites button at the top of the screen, the top of the what the, the page. Thanks. You can also give, give directly to our cash app, which is uh, dollar sign keys K E Y S number two S O A R. Um, if you find if you find value in what we do, we, we don't do this for profit, but you know we, we do appreciate the contributions have, from the we community. We definitely have things on um, websites and, and balancing our books and absolutely. So it, you, equipment you, you that was you know so, equipment. But, you know, family, but, but again, that's not the it's, conversation. It's, it's but not, we appreciate it's what it. it is, family. Um, uh, also, right. again, we Get do have back. the website. This is soundbites.com. Yes. Uh, so which we are continuing to build up. Yes. Um, so please you know, keep checking on that. We got merch and stuff soon. I'm coming. Up. Hold on, I got the process. We're doing it. We, so, <laughs> we gotta get to everything. Thanks, so things. we have this is soundbites.com. This is S-O-U-N-D-B-Y-T-E-S.com. This yes. is soundbites. Um, and that's where all of our uh, our content will continue to be housed. Um, but we also are available on. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify, Soundbites mm. International Radio. Follow us on Spotify. All of our episodes up to date. Um, this one should be. Up, this one here should be up by tomorrow. Um, and also yeah, on thanks. Apple Podcasts, uh, you can follow us there as well. Please, we appreciate five stars um, and also reviews. Uh, if you find again, if you find value, um, another way to show that is um, is for your reviews, your feedback. Your feedback helps and it matters to these mechanisms that we are since we are still in the matrix that we utilize within the matrix to help push us forward in what we're doing. Um, in this conversation, but uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we are available, Soundbites International Radio, so please follow us, um, and check back on the journey of the Soundbites family. So, one love yes. to everyone. 
because Summer International Radio, you know how we're going to go out. Um, we go stay out with, with us. high energy. We're not, yeah, we're not ready to rap yet. Stay with so us. We, have, you always, we always try to go out with high energy. So this is, uh, again, we, we close out with um, I Am from the brother Naeem Bricks, yes. myself. I'm going to throw it back just to give, raise the vibration before we leave the broadcast. So we hope you enjoy. You can stick with us, rock out with us, um, and, you know, continue chatting on, 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 the, on the line with us. Uh, but this is Soundbites International Radio. I'm going to say Kai This is Nefera to Mati Ra. Um, sit tight with us. Uh, otherwise, please, you know, join us for our next broadcast. All right? Thanks. I walk the face of the earth with a boldness, which makes people ask, who sent you? I tell them I am. They tell me that's a cute affirmation, but it's not an answer. I reply, listen again. My affirmation is your answer. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Hey, turn the reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of I am. Some chocolate mofo, yeah. Yes. Anytime I'm on GoPro, yes. Liverpool high home growth. Let the spots with a coke so low. Mm. This is what foul morale so low. Mm-hmm. So I pissed it fast, pitch it slow. Yes. To the cows call home, bro. It didn't make sense. Oh. I was told as a child I wouldn't be shit. Uh-huh. Revenge on my mind, started flipping the script. They fed me lines, started puking that shit. They treated me different, I embraced that shit. Uh-huh. You know the ones that be closest to you to be the family ties. Uh-huh. Sacred bonds, seeing plenty murder, dirty, dirty service. Uh-huh. Little cuz cock up with a dirty burn up. But better Believe in me a thousand percent. Bet I achieve what I was sitting here to get. And I couldn't resist. Killing these niggas with their toxinness. Without a pop and piss, so monotonous. Told myself I couldn't rock with this. Hanging with goofies, couldn't get rich. True blood suckers couldn't see bliss. Couldn't see shit. Chris Cold Face. Nigga, nigga, they're wrong. I ain't regurgitating, percolating, singing the same song. I'm blessed all day long. say I'm washed. Well, they're absolutely right. I am washed. As in washed, cleansed, and purified of the nonsense they tried to attest to my context. I am resilient. I am more than a survivor. I am a thriver. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Hey, turn the reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth could deny the power of I am. This shit's a grind. I'm totally surprised that I ain't lost my mind. Had to take setbacks and learn to accept setbacks that those I gave jetpacks that no planes don't fly. Now I'm in no space, so wasting my time. Focus my goals into shit paradigms. My get up and go to keep my folks from dying. So I'm in the road with a goal that's refined. Yeah, body with a mean vision. Reflected from every angle through a clean prism. Matter reflecting intact, the color and gray. When I lost my mother, found peace inside my queen. And I laid in on my brothers. Yeah, bars was shaping up the grand scheme. I done wrestled to the mat, all my damn demons. In a matter of time, became a champion. Now my everyday marches to do the damn thing. So my aim's a pack out of the arena. Inspired the future leaders with every line of deliverers. The guards and non-believers do what they can't conceive us. Love what we do and leave us. Brick, they never see us. Feeling good, mother. Fuck what they say. I'm doing what they never would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a grasp on your 
life, yeah. Pay many sacrificial prices. Gordy, I'm done playing nice, yeah. They go recognize who the nice is. From the north to the southeast. Kicking others every lane, share about seats. I'm in line with it, man. You cannot be. Say anything I want, yeah. Turn up. Man, I ain't talking in terms of I wish I want to or even I will anymore. Only things I proclaim I do, I have, and I am. I do as my ancestors instruct. I have all I need to affect change, and I am a living magnification of God. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Hey, turn the reflection, I digress. I love me more than the loveless. I love me more than the loveless. Turn up, million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the 